Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Now new customers, when you use promo code DNVR, you can make a $5 Moneyline bet on any NBA game. And if your team wins, you get $200 in free bets if your team wins. That's only with code DNVR and only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. I am Patrick Lyons. And I am Susie Hunter, really just trying to soak in every day that we have with Patrick's long locks for as long as we can. The doomsday clock is closer to midnight, and so is <laughs> the clock on these locks. The lock clock. The lock clock. Is counting down. <laughs> Not many more days or hours until I uh, trim this bad boy. Donate my hair to Locks of Love, and then uh, it's a whole new, whole new rebrand for me. Ooh, are you going to need a new logo here at DNVR? Actually, the... The logo kind of has short hair, actually. Yeah, you're a little... The logo was probably the haircut I had, like, you know, less than a year into growing it out. Yeah. And so I'll actually probably even get closer to that logo. Mustache? I don't know. Again, these are some of the teasers that we've got coming up on the DNVR Sports Channel. Yeah, this is interesting. I don't know. Maybe I trim it. Maybe I add something else. Do I go full Fu Manchu? Oh, no. I'm going to throw up. Yeah, no, me, me too a little bit. That Wait, would... Kale, do you have a microphone? No. Ah! Kale's. Kale's, yeah. Kale's ch- piping in. But Kale, you can have the best mustache definitively. We don't, we don't have to worry about splitting votes. Well, I already shaved mine. Oh, you did? Yeah. See, I came over to look at your new glasses, missed the mustache. What, what we are not going to miss, though, today is more Rockies transactions. So many transactions. A lot more. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few All-Stars down in the minor league system. Mm-hmm. Northwest League All-Stars have been announced. Same with the California League. Uh, we have to talk about a couple guys kind of being rumored about uh, for the Rockies to to target Love this offseason. Scott Boris has gone out and made some comments. I don't know if you know this is like a regular thing that he does. But they're funny. We're going to get some laughs. What's Scott Boris talking about today? We'll talk about some of the new managers and whether or not the Rockies might be in search of a new manager within the next 12 months and uh, discuss the athletics situation in Oakland. It may have just gotten a little bit more complicated. It's getting uh, spicy. It's getting spicy. I, uh, I I should say before we go any further, I think, and Kale can back us up maybe, uh, this is the first official show on the DNVR Sports podcast <laughs> done entirely on legal mushrooms is that correct <laughs> is this the first one i think it is i think there we go so thanks oh for getting out gosh. rocking the vote yes i love that shroom the vote That's shroom it. the vote we did it you're insane exactly all right so so the transactions yesterday we kind of were expecting some uh of these moves to free up room on the 40-man roster not just to add free agents or for possible trades but because there are a lot of really good players down in the minor mm-hmm. league system that need to be placed on the 40-man roster or uh, they will be subject to the Rule 5 draft and another team could just go and take them out of the system. Of course, they would have to stay uh, at the big league level for the entirety of the season. So mm-hmm. you can't just take a guy for nothing. Uh, uh, it's a very, very specific situation. But still, you want to protect all of those guys. So uh, two players lost on waivers. Dom Nunez went to the San Francisco Giants. That was his childhood team growing up. He's from Sacramento, the Sacramento area. I think that's that's adorable. So that's kind of cool. That, yeah. Uh, uh, wrote a little bit about that. There was an article uh, back in May about you know him him being a Giants fan, going to Oracle Park, uh, the ballpark in China Basin with all its different names. Mm-hmm. Garrett Hampson, Robert Stevenson. Now Hampson's the only one around. 
from that story. Oh, wow, yeah. And we don't know if he will continue to be. Uh, but that was kind of neat hearing Let's that. Let's see if there's, a, if there's a curse of the story. Uh, that's it. You're right. It could be a jinx. Uh, Ryan Vallade uh, was selected off of waivers from Pittsburgh. That creates two more spots. Uh, that puts them at 35. And then three guys were uh, optioned uh, or outrighted to the minors. Ty Block, Helcris Olivares, and Winton Bernard. Uh, Helcris Olivares, a guy... We haven't discussed much on the show because he was pretty much injured for the last year plus. Yeah, he's been injured for a while. He has been uh, a nice, nice left-hander, left-handed starter. At this point, I don't know if, if now uh, he needs to move into the to the bullpen. But for Block and Bernard, who've you know are thirty plus years old, been around the block, uh, they have the availability today to actually uh, opt into minor league free agency. Mm-hmm. And I sort of think uh, both of them could do that. Bernard more so because with the rule changes coming up, I think there's going to be a lot more premium placed on speed. And mm-hmm. so there very well could be teams out there uh, kind of making certain overtures, I'm sure, to his agency saying, hey, you, you're going to – we might even give you a spot on the 40-man roster. We might even pencil you in as our, our fourth outfielder. So mm-hmm. uh, he might have some better opportunities elsewhere. And so Interesting stuff. We, we the talk- Witten-Bernard story continues. It does, right? <laughs> That's it. Yeah, we, we talked about – Hilliard, Bernard, and Joe all going. But now that the first two of those dominoes have fallen, I think Connor Joe is safe. You think he's safe? I think he's safe now. I hope he's safe. I actually do. In, in, in with Valade going on, and you're like, okay, there's another outfielder mm-hmm. that can maybe play a little bit of first base. So I think Joe's spot is okay. I'm not worried. I wouldn't be shocked still. Mm-hmm. But now with the roster down to 32, uh, it gives them plenty of room to uh, protect their prospects ahead of the November 15th deadline, which is coming up. Just next week, I sort of feel like this is giving them more wiggle room to possibly make a trade within the next week and to, for the first time in a long time, be active at the Rule 5 draft. Now, they took Jordan Sheffield uh, ahead of the 2021 season. There wasn't a Rule 5 draft this last year. Um, But other than that, they typically have not tapped into that Rule 5 market. Tommy Canely was uh, one of the only other guys uh, that they've ever been able to keep around for a full season. So they haven't really gone that route. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of curious with the loss of the minor league season in 2020. There wasn't a Rule 5 draft, so there could be a a backup. There could be a lot of backstock and a piling up of prospects for other organizations that the Rockies are going out there and saying, you know what, we might take one. We might even take two guys in, in uh, the Rule 5 draft next month. Again, that's against the grain of what they normally do, but I could see in this circumstance, in this world, uh, as things have changed in the last two years, them maybe being a little bit more active in the Rule 5 draft. We'll mm-hmm. see. And you might be there for all the action. We'll see. We will be. We'll see. Yes. yes. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to the GM meetings. Are you keeping tabs on that at all? I have been, yes. Yeah, I th- have. That's been uh, interesting to see some of the news uh, coming out about that. Uh, we did have news break... Uh, Two leagues of all-stars were announced in the Northwest League. Uh, we had Colin Simpson, Eddie Diaz, Julio Carreras, and, of course, Zach Veen uh, as Northwest League all-stars. No surprises there. Nope. They were Not already all. all-stars in our heart. Now it's official. And now Northwest League MVP Zach Veen. Something about that sounds not safe for work. MVP? Yeah. Only after you said that. Only after you said that. I don't know if it sounds dirty, but I do know that it is hype. (laughs) Great point. Oh, Kale. (laughs) The Veen hype meter is on its way. 
on Wednesday, uh, catching up with Stephen Rice. Were you hyped? I How? was pretty hype after Stephen Rice's interview. I got to be honest. The, like These prospects are getting me in my feels. Kale <laughs> got so excited, he went and grabbed a mic. I did go grab a mic. <laughs> this is amazing. I had to talk about Zach Veen. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> um, so are we above 4% now, Patrick? Do you think we can boost ourselves above 4%? Well, we are. Yes. Yeah, so I've been saying that the number was three. Mm-hmm. I asked Stephen Rice and here he swerved on me because he said, you know what? He's going to dominate down in AAA. He's going to get some great homers down in Pacific Coast League. But then he bumped the line up to 4%. And then as we got back on air, wrapping up the show, the news dropped that he was the Northwest League MVP. And so we're at five now. Five percent. Let's go. Yes. He's got five percent chance he's on the opening day roster. We need a Venometer graphic. I'm working on one already. Or is it a venometer? Ooh, a venometer. Venometer. Could be. I'm down Could for be. that. I think I'm so. very much down for that. Yeah. Yeah, the hype is real. The <laughs> hype is growing. Uh, California League All-Stars were also announced. So uh, Stephen Rice over there, uh, as predicted uh, from the Fresno Grizzlies, there are going to be a lot of names. Five All-Stars uh, from the Cal League here at the end of the season. Yankee Fernandez, mm-hmm. outfielder, first baseman Hunter Goodman, second baseman Juan Brito, Adele Amador, shortstop, and left-handed pitcher Mason Green. Phenomenal output from the bottom of the Rockies farm system. Did you see the tweet that went out on our main account? Which one? With, uh, Jamal Murray making all those faces. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it's Zach Veen and a bunch of future relievers. Oh, no, 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 no. There are, there are some seriously talented players in the system and some seriously talented good deals uh, at oh, the Rockies no. dugout oh. stores. <laughs> I, I thought you were talking about a good deal on a PS5. We'll get into that later. Oh, yes. <laughs> Two. I got two of them. They're on their way, apparently. <laughs> No, but the, the, the Rockies dugout stores, uh, they got a sale going on for the next three days with like 75% off. Tried to swing over. Tried to get there when the door opened at 10 a.m. Was running behind. So after this show, I'm headed right over there. Are you really? I want some good deals. What are you stocking? There's some what? City Connect stuff in there here, too. So that's what you have your eye on? You've, you're thinking some City Connect stuff? I'm, I'm going, getting in on some early holiday shopping for myself. For myself. Do, do you give your family Rockies-related gifts for, for Christmas? Uh, with my in-laws having just moved in, I might have to I might have to give them like one or two things. They they need to to yeah. catch up for when you guys all go to a game. That's true. That's they true. They can't be wearing. I mean, what what jerseys? What they wear? Eh. What did they wear back east? They didn't typically. They, they don't typically do that. Oh, not really. Hmm. They're fans. Caps. They'll go caps, caps but not caps. The the in-laws not as not as big. Ah, oh, got it. Okay. Yeah, they're more like, hey, what's going on with the Yankees? Do they still have Aaron Judge? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like I checked in. That was that was their their check in. My parents are a little bit more involved, and they're they're watching Sunday football. Uh, they're they're the bigger uh, sports fans. Interesting. Yeah. What a so dynamic. I'll have to I have to get some shopping for that. I already got my two PS fives from Matt Holiday, <laughs> whose account was definitely hacked. I don't know if that's resolved itself yet. Uh, yeah, we should check on that for sure. This this exact thing happened to me <laughs> in the off season, yeah. and it's it's very stressful. So I hope he gets his account back. What was the what was like happening? Was it like very obvious, or was it somewhat neutral like this of? Matt Holiday's account saying like, hey, you guys want some PS5s? I got a trunk full and, you know, I'll ship them out. It, You're so like, like okay, they, that could be real. I mean, 
So no. a, the whoever hacked the account did that. You know, they posted something very similar, not necessarily in the trunk of a car, but just like pictures inside of a house of a couple of PS5s. And <laughs> it said, hey, DM me if you want these. But people actually DM'd and they Venmoed that person like <gasps> thousands of dollars. No. So that's why I felt so bad too, because like people believed it. And I'm like, you should really know that I'm not a video games girl. Like I don't, I don't got no PS5s. Sweet. The people that Venmoed you didn't, they didn't get Venmo their PS5s? Me. They didn't Venmo me. Wait a minute. But they they like didn't get their get, PS5s? They did not. So so are you, are you thinking I'm not going to get my PS5? You're oh. saying I'm at 1100 you think, think for my two? I think you're at 1100 Damn it. Good thing you're making big bucks here at DNVR. Well, I gotta look on the I gotta look on the uh, my magnet schedule. We'll see when St. Louis comes to town and uh, talk to their bench coach and say, Matt, I don't know if you know what went down last oh off season, but uh, yeah, no, I, it's I, so upsetting. I like I hate to that. see it. I really hope that it gets figured out. I hope less people see it and believe it. Yeah, I maybe maybe I shouldn't believe this, but I do because there's evidence. Tua Tagovailoa <laughs> did get seventeen thousand write-in votes as Florida governor. I don't know. Kale's hands on his head like, no, democracy. Across the room. So naturally, I did have to think, like, which Rocky could get that many votes in Colorado? I don't know if you could get that many just as a strict write-in. You'd have to, like, make a joke that mm-hmm. you, you know, you want to be governor or something. You'd have to start a bit. Y- you Yes. And then people, you know, they're going to kind of run with it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could also start that bit for them. So who could we start a bit for oh, and yeah. actually get people to vote for i feel like maybe charlie blackman could be that guy i think so too i think he could be that guy i think he is one that would make a joke like i don't know if he would now he doesn't kid around as much as he used to he does joke yeah but i think he knows now that if he makes a comment like that about trying to be the governor of colorado it's gonna have legs yes it's gonna it will have, have legs. legs great phrase um todd helton <laughs> eh, maybe not as much i think cargo actually oh you know cargo would legit could legitimately run for governor of Colorado. And I think he could win that. You know what? He's got it. He's got it all. You know, million dollar smile, the most stunning wife on the face of this earth, adorable kids. <laughs> yes. Um, and, you know, a local businessman. That's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Northern true. Colorado Owls, at least. Uh, yes. Um, and Bud Black, just he just should run for office anywhere he goes. He, he looks like a politician, doesn't he? He does. He, he, and I mean that in the nicest way, of course. He answers like a like a politician sometimes for sure, but he's still very funny. When I when we talked to him in the dugout, I legit get George W. Bush vibes. Like I feel like there's like a resemblance. Mm-hmm. They're both baseball guys, right? Yeah. There's just something. There's something about him. A politician swagger. A politician I guess, swagger. If that's such a thing. Plus, like perfect teeth go a long way. That's and true. Bud Black has perfect teeth. He's got good teeth. What's well, from all those apples he eats? As we know. <laughs> That's the, that's the secret. Uh, Bud Black, big apple guy. <laughs> big apple guy. Apple vibes. Uh, Atlanta did swing another trade. They're two for two here. Uh, reacquiring Colby Allard because they originally had him. They drafted him. Mm-hmm. Um, got him from Texas for Jake Odorizzi. So Rangers really going all in. Sounds like they're making certain overtures to Jacob DeGrom. Of course they are. So of course they are. Rangers, after spending half a billion dollars last offseason. Spend another half billion. Are, yeah, very, very well. Uh, maybe Justin Verlander could be that guy. He has opted out of his deal. Are you surprised that he opted out? Because I'm a little surprised he opted out. Kind of. Yeah. Yes. That, that's, a, that's a great, like, jump off question for mm-hmm. this. Because, because that was my thought of, like, hmm, he seemed happy, but 
he's won his championship now, mm-hmm. right? He's got his World Series ring. What what does he have to prove? And I sort of feel like he may want to be the pitcher of this generation. Mm-hmm. And Max Scherzer went out and got paid incredibly well. You know, at what thirty eight years old? Yeah, Verlander's forty. But he's saying, I, I want to I want to be doing Roger Clemens types thing. I want to be a, a no doubt. Like, yeah, Scherzer's great. First ball Hall of Famer. But Justin Verlander is like inner ring Hall of Famer. I mm-hmm. think that's where he's at. And so really, uh, you know, moving that bar a little bit for the union, right, for the Players Association and getting a really big deal, I think could be what he's looking for. Again, probably only a three-year deal, yeah. but it could be, you know, upwards of $150 million. Damn. I don't know. Damn. Yeah. I know I've heard him I've I've heard rumblings that he wants to pitch until he's like 45 years old, pull some Tom Brady stuff. Mm. So, we hope it does not go the same way. A lot <sighs> of similarities with model wives playing oh, into your no. mid 40s. I hate that I put that out in the universe. You did. I love Kate Upton so much. It's true. I would die for her. Did you see the video of her giving a Phillies fan the finger in Philly? I did. There was something about it that made me think it was like she was playing it like it was a joke. Like she wasn't legit. Yeah. She laughed right after. Yeah. Like she was trying to be tough. Yeah. And then she laughed like, oh, this is silly. Yeah. So, yeah, it didn't seem like too many people were like legitimately upset about it. No, no. I think Philly loves when people do that. Oh, nice. Because, I mean, we saw the response Justin Verlander That's got right. when he was giving the middle finger out and about to Philly's fans. Yes. Like husband, like wife. That's it. I we're, love her. Yeah. <laughs> We're we're not number one. We're number two. Defl- the double birds, <laughs> Philly. Uh, that's all right. Go birds. One of the names that's been floated out there as a possible trade candidate is a guy that I wrote about last offseason that the Rockies should target, Pablo Lopez. Uh, the Marlins had three guys, really, that were, they were dangling out there uh, as potential trade targets or, or trade bait. Sandy Alcantara, Pablo Lopez, and Eliezer Hernandez. And when you really looked at the resume of all three of those guys. Alcantara was going to require the most, and now probably the uh, NL Cy Young Award winner this year. Mm-hmm. He's, he's really going to be out of the Rockies' price range, and they should probably stay away from that. But Pablo Lopez still would be really good value, so I'm still all in on that. And I'm all in on everyone saying, hey, Kevin Kiermeyer might be a better fit for the Rockies than Brandon Nimmo. Last year, that was the guy I kept banging the drum for, saying, hey, swing a deal with the Rays. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can take advantage of him like the Herman Marquez deal. Uh, you know, Get a reliever. I thought my proposal was a guy uh, in Jeffrey Springs that ended up uh, having a real good year as a starter this past year. Who would the Rockies have given up? Colton Welker. Mm, something for nothing, right? Now yeah. they, got, they got nothing. They got nothing. Um, Coco Montes, who, again, really good guy that I think Tampa Bay would covet really well. Uh, didn't get an opportunity with the Rockies this year, mm-hmm. even though he really posted uh, down in AAA. And then throw in someone who's, uh, you know, 25 to, to 40 in the, in the system, in the Rockies system. Boom. You, you could have gotten Kevin Kiermaier mm-hmm. last year instead of waiting this year. Uh, but they've, uh, the Rays have declined his option. So he is an untethered free agent for the Rockies to maybe go after. I, I like the sounds of that. Um, do you think the value on Coco Montes has gone up or stayed the same since we started talking about the power of his smoothies? The s- smoothie gate? Smoothie gate. I, I definitely think people are taking a lot more notice of him. As they uh, should. I, As I, they should. I did my like preliminary predictions of what's going to happen ahead of uh, November 15th, the, the date that anyone needs to get added to the 40-man roster mm-hmm. or else they'll be exposed to the Rule 5 draft. I don't think Coco is going to be on that list, 
but he got a maybe from me. He's okay. he's he's a fringy guy like that. And because of the season he had last year, I could see a team scooping him up in the Rule 5 draft and saying, yeah, no, we, we want to have you around all year long. Yeah. Oh, we got an interesting comment from Stephen Cross. Bellinger could be an option for the Rockies if L.A. drops his contract. I'd rather get Nimmo or Jock. Thank you, Stephen, for chiming in. We yeah, Peter, Peterson will kind of wait and see if he does get non-tendered. I know he made like $17 million last year. So much of that had to do with his MVP season in 2019, mm-hmm. but he hasn't really kept up with that. So his, his price continues to go up. You know, even, even if it only goes up $2 million, you go $19 million for Cody Bellinger. That seems, I mean, Dodgers can afford it, no doubt. But if he does uh, get non-tendered, he, he does go out there. Rockies would still probably have to pay $15 million for, for one year. Mm-hmm. But that, I feel like, is better for the Rockies timetable-wise. Because mm-hmm. with Brendan Nimmo, the problem with him that I, I see is he's going to get a qualifying offer today, I think. Uh, might be 3 p.m. our time. Mm-hmm. Qualifying offers have to be put out. Uh, it's $19.6 million. So if they accept that qualifying offer, uh, they, they stick around for one year at mm-hmm. that price. If they decline, they're free agents. But now any team that signs them will have to give up a draft pick for the Rockies. That's their third-round pick. If you're drafting develop, you might not want to give up that third-round pick. Mm-hmm. Certainly much better than what happened in 2017, which in the 2016-17 offseason, they signed Ian Desmond, who had gotten a qualifying offer from the Texas Rangers. They forfeited their first-round pick, which was 11th overall, highest in the history of the qualifying offer. And then they were left with a second-round pick, which they used 48th overall on Ryan Valade, bringing it back around. Hmm. So... The 15, 16, 17, even the 18 draft, all of those years really kind of fell flat for four consecutive years. Not too much to show for right now in this moment. Exactly. You, you almost can't afford to do that. So that's one of the downsides I find for bringing someone like Nemo. But if it's a shorter term solution, uh, like Kevin Kiermeyer, uh, or uh, the guy that was uh, just mentioned there, maybe even a Cody Bellinger. Sure, Cody I could Bellinger, see it. I feel like just with how... He always looks and sounds kind of high. <laughs> I feel like it would just be such a fun addition. <laughs> the sponsorships are just going to be like never like, ending. I just love the way he talks. He sounds hilarious. Yeah. He doesn't even have to like say the product's name. You just like put the product next to his head and he's just like, yeah, you know, that blinking works. his eyes. He's like, huh? <laughs> right. You know, come on. Huh? Yeah. Why not? That's it. Charlotte's web is going to move some units. Official, uh, the uh, THC C- or CBD the CBD sponsor CBD of sponsor. the MLB. There you go. That's it. Um, we've got a lot of sponsors to talk about and we have to talk about ours first. Just the DNVR bar. We got, yeah, we got to start at home. We got to start at home. Love that. Yeah. We got watch parties going on all the time for nuggets, Avs, Broncos as well. We have the Broncos tailgates. Uh, next Sunday is our next one against the Raiders. Uh, in fact, if you're a member of the DNVR.com, now only 50 cents for that first month. You do get price breaks on all of those things if you're at any of our watch parties. We're going to hook you up with extra raffle tickets so that you can win some of uh, our free merch and, and all kinds of really great giveaways that we have. And uh, you get 15% off your, your tab here at the DNVR bar, which, again, if you're coming down with these watch parties, I was describing it recently to someone who was like, oh, could we maybe bring our group uh, one evening down to the bar? And I'm like, well, yes, but if you're looking for you know a quieter place to have conversations, if it's at a watch party, that might not be a great fit necessarily because it is basically, you know, it's a mini ball arena in here. It really, it gets, it, it gets is. lit. It gets lit. 
What what I said something during the season. What was the the nickname that baby I ball. called it? Baby ball. Baby we got the ball. baby ball here at the corner of Colfax <laughs> in York. Um, so if you're looking for those vibes, head on down. Even if you're not a member, if you want to go all in, you get a free shirt from dnvrlocker.com. Uh, you know we've partnered up with uh, Ivaca TV, the folks on the DNVR Nugget side, including our super producer Kale. They went out to Serbia to get all the rundown and, and hear all of the wonderful wives' tales and husbands' tales, and most of them turned out to be legit. All about Nikola Jokic, our two-time MVP. Uh, I think he's he might do it again this year. That's that's a conversation. A three VP. Yes, the three Pete. We'll see. We'll have to rebrand no, that. No, no. <laughs> three three Pete, I believe, is owned is trademarked by Pat Riley. So we could not actually say that. <laughs> MV three, something like that. Yeah, that works. That we'll, works. We'll We've work got on time that. Time to workshop it because the season is still young. That's it, and you still have time to make sure you catch a hundred invisible threads. The wonderful documentary made all about that trip to Serbia. Uh, with the DNVR Nuggets crew getting the rundown on, on Nikola Jokic, even going to the uh, uh, the European Championships, uh, getting to see him in action for that. You can get hooked up with Evoca TV by going to evoca.tv slash DNVR. That's evoca.tv slash DNVR. You get uh, tons of Colorado sports teams, right? You get an altitude sports, AT&T Sportsnet. It's $25 per month plus a $5 receiver. Of course, you're going to get $10 off your first three months when you use promo code DNVR. VR on top of all that. And I know our guy Kale over here is super stoked. Kale, do you own or have you ever owned a Never Summer snowboard? I have not owned a Never Summer snowboard because I don't snowboard. I'm a skier, but my brother rides Never Summer. All right. Well, tell your brother he needs to make sure he checks out the newest Breck Brew release, the Fun Slinger Lager. It's light, it's crushable, it's a perfect balance. Not too hoppy, not too malty. It's great after a day on the slopes or here at the DNVR bar. They've collabed with Never Summer Snowboards. It's fantastic. It's beer born out of two Colorado companies with a legacy of quality and craftsmanship. Check out where you can find that um, at the beer the, with the beer locator over at breckbrew.com to find a fun slinger near you. Susie. Yes. Scott Boris is pumping up his clients. Scott Bo- what a personality Scott Boris is. He, I've heard him discuss this. He's like, no, I just come up with these. And it's like, no, you have a team of people with, you know, doing all kinds of wordplay. It's fine. I, I really think this time next year, we could probably like predict what he's going to say because it's, it's like obvious wordplay. Yeah. But it's still fun. Uh, <laughs> talking about the free agent class, he says, the free agent market is not very much of a carnivore's market. The menu features filet mignon and wagyu and less hamburger and vegan. So he's saying these are premium free agents. Oh, wow. Like the American, you know, the, the blue collar American Wagyu from Hassle Cattle Company. It's like <laughs> it's that upper echelon. So Carlos Correa, he Good says, stuff. Carlos Correa, he says he's the Dior of defense, the Hermes of hitting the Louis V of leadership <laughs> and Prada of the season. It's a one stop shop for a championship designer. That is, this is my favorite one. That's this the best one. This is my one. favorite it Scott is. Borisism of this season. They get worse from here. <laughs> they actually get worse. Taiwan Walker, he says, Taiwan is one of the few players under 30, and he's had multiple 150 innings pitched season. So essentially, Taiwan is on an island. The only question, question is, who is willing to tie pay? This one stresses me out. <laughs> Taiwan, Chinese Taipei. Got it. I'm stressed, man. <laughs> On Brandon Nimmo, there are a lot of teams in the waters of free agency. Whoever picks our 
guy will be the lucky one finding Nimmo. Kale just exhaled out there. Actually, He's like, I, this kind of hurts him. I hate God, that. I'm so sorry. Look, I've got a job I need to do maybe, here. Maybe Brendan Nimmo <laughs> will end up with the Rockies after this. <laughs> after as cheesy as that after is, maybe? The, after Scott Boris did him dirty with that. Maybe. Xander Bogarts. His uncle Humphrey left him a message in his memoirs. There's going to be a lot of teams looking at you, kid. Humphrey Bogart. Is that actually... From Casablanca? No, I know, but like okay. that's not actually his no, uncle, is no. it? <laughs> no, uh, Humphrey, uh, Humphrey Bogarts. Xander Bogarts. Also, he's uh, Karakin. Well, I didn't Curacao. know. You know, I'm Karakin. not going to assume anything about <laughs> anyone's lineage. Uh, Carlos Rodon. The thinking team chose him. He sculpted a masterpiece. Rodan. Not Rodan, but Rodan's thinker. These are awful. Yep. Sean Manaya. This one he didn't even try. He goes... Sean Manaya, man, I uh, need a picture like that. That just was zero effort. Poor F. Sean now, you know what? No, he was saved from this. This is making me cringe. Jerickson Profar. Profar, so good. What does that even mean? What do you mean, Profar, so good? What, what does that mean? Because no teams one, can't even talk to free agents yet. No so. one knows what it means, but it's provocative. Yes, that's it. Um, he's... <laughs> Look, Scott Boris, he balls so hard. He does. Um, Matthew Boyd, it's simply unavoidable that I need a pitcher like that. Josh Bell, he just has all of the bells and whistles. These it, are, it tailed off. It tailed off big time after the, the Carlos Correa, right? The unavoidable one is giving me like um, Valentine vibes. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not good. It is not good. He, he fell off a cliff there in a major way. Oh, wow. wow, wow. Uh, but here we are talking about it. Look at him getting all this airtime. All this attention. He does, yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> I'm just speechless right now because uh, I didn't see a lot of these. Those puns were unavoidable, you know? <laughs> uh, not unavoidable uh, and, and deserving of some accolades and some awards. Mm-hmm. Aaron Judge, Paul Goldschmidt, the 2022 Hank Aaron Award for Best Offensive Player. Good to see for those guys. That's a new one that was, I feel like, is, is maybe only a decade or so old. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's... You know, usually the best hitter is probably going to be the MVP. Mm-hmm. So it, it can be a little redundant at time, but that, that, that's cool. That's fine. I don't know if you saw on MLB.com, they've got some kind of weird legendary moment bracket. But oh, they I only have this. four moments, and it says regular season, and then there's postseason events on there. It's very inconsistent. Mm-hmm. But here are the face-offs. I'm curious uh, what you would pick. Okay. Pujols is 700th versus Aaron Judge's 62nd. For you, what is a more legendary moment? I think it's got to be Pujols' 700th because we're not going to see anything like that ever again. We could see 62 home runs in a season again, but we're never, I don't think we're going to see 700 home runs from one player again. Yeah. At least for a long time. It's an opinion. So when I say that you are correct, it's because I agree with you. Oh, okay. I, I, Kale's I, <laughs> like holding his breath. He's like, oh my God, did she hit the wrong pick? No, I mean, again, is there going to be a fight? Kale's so nervous. That's what I had too. I mean, I also had Pujols 700. And it's weird because you're like, yeah, but 62. That, you know, that's what happens because the steroid era. That's what, you know, mm-hmm. all those guys hitting more than 62. I still, I think it was also how he did it. Yeah. You know, like if he hadn't fallen off and if it didn't seem like, there's almost no way he's going to do it this year. That's true. Going into, yeah, going into this season, I had no idea that this would happen. 
Yeah. I might, I honestly, I might feel, I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe in three years I might feel different about it. But right now I'm like, man, no, that was, that was, that was more exciting to me. Yeah. It was actually more exciting. It's a really and then, cool moment. <laughs> I know you're going to pick on this one. Uh, this one we won't agree. Astros World Series no hitter versus Bryce Harper's NLCS clinching home run. Bryce Harper. Well, we'll just Bryce say Harper. that we don't agree Bryce on that. Har- Can we just talk about how injured Bryce Harper is? Like, just basically taped together. How did he get through that whole that whole postseason? That it makes it all the more impressive. It makes it so impressive. Very true. Yes. Would you have Pujols over Harper? Yeah, I would. Same. And I have Pujols over the over the no hitter. Yeah. No disrespect to to Brycey Baby and no the Harper disrespect. family. All right, athletics moving out of. Oakland. So last week, Commissioner Rob Manfred discussed this with Mad Dog Chris Russo. Incidentally, I don't know your stance on Mad Dog. Like, dislike, or you're kind of neutral? I think I like him, but he definitely overwhelms me. He does a lot of yelling. How is he not exhausted? <laughs> Great question. Um, <laughs> I just have so many questions. <laughs> I love Mad Dog. Yeah. I, I do. Um, I grew up listening to him. Like, I, I can legit remember going to baseball games, having him on the radio. Mm-hmm. And that was got, you know, that was before podcast. That was yeah. before, you know, ESPN even had like their talking head shows. Um, so he is, he's golden. And such a tri-state area thing for you to is. say. Um, and I'm, I'm glad to see him, you know, go national too. Cause yeah. he can, he can hold his own. That's the thing is that he can talk about any subject mm-hmm. very knowledgeably and very loudly, knowledgeably, they loudly even, first then knowledgeable they don't even mic him up you can just hear him from yeah, your house i think you're right the producer turns <laughs> his mic on and it's like he just works off of that one pretty much um but he yeah he, he knows his stuff mm-hmm. and the thing that always gets me and i'm looking forward to I haven't, I haven't seen him since the last winter meeting in 2019 taller than you'd think right i mean do, do you think he might be how tall do you think Chris Russo is? I mean, he honestly has short guy energy to I'm me. Saying, but right? But you're telling me he's like not five short? Like 5'8"? Would you say like 5'8"? Uh, Which isn't short, but... No. I would say he honestly gives me like 5'7 energy. Okay. He's he's my high, he's like 5'11". Oh. Right? Surprised. Short guy energy. I think so. So Manfred says, he's quote... <laughs> a slightly average above height king. Yeah, he is. He absolutely <laughs> is. Uh, he's, uh, Manfred said about the Oakland situation, I think the mayor in Oakland has made a huge effort to try to get it done in Oakland. It just doesn't look like it's going to happen. Something has to happen. We can't go five more years in the Coliseum, Ooh. which we know is true. Mm-hmm. He also uh, commented, given the lack of pace in Oakland, I think the A's have to look for an alternative. Wow. So he's not saying that's it. Baseball is dead in Oakland. It's just, look, this is kind of where we're at. Yeah. Uh, the governor of Nevada said about Las Vegas. Now they rolled out the red carpet for the Raiders. Uh, and they used a lot of public money to help fund that stadium. He said, we're not doing that for the athletics. Yeah. Now I think, he, I think he very much specifically said athletics. Now they might do that for an expansion team. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really know why it would be one and not the other, but you know, obviously he would pay for some certain infrastructure of roads and, and parking, stuff like that. But just, hey, we're not going to build a billion-dollar stadium. So the A's will have to figure that out. So that doesn't necessarily even make Las Vegas a, a better option yeah. than Oakland. And it almost makes you think, well, is, is there going to the be point? another yeah, What's is there going to the be another city to go to? Or do you really just have to figure this out in Oakland? Yeah, this is, you know what? I think there's a chance that um, Jessica Kleinschmidt might come on the show tomorrow and talk about this a little more too, so. She she said earlier in the year, we'll have to get the update. That's yeah, where this I is wanna, key. I, I, this she is said exactly, they're not going anywhere. Yeah. And the option at, uh, what, Howard Terminal 
is amazing looking. Mm -hmm. It looks incredibly transformative. And I'm, I'm not, not actually sure why that hasn't gotten done. I think maybe the A's want more public funding. I, I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. Or maybe the city doesn't want to give them that that property. I'm not sure. But it, it looks like you, you see that you go, baseball will be safe in Oakland for 50-some years if they can build the stadium down in Howard Terminal. But if not, you know, they, they can't stay in, in the Coliseum. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be so frustrating, too. I mean, no one goes to those games. And is it because it's of bad. the team? Is it because of the Coliseum? Is it because there's so many other things to do in the Bay Area? Maybe. Yeah, it's true. And it very well could be like a combination mm -hmm. of both, too. You know what I mean? A lot um, to think about. A lot to think about. And, the, and the, team, the team is not bringing in revenue from people going to games. Mm -hmm. So therefore, they can't reinvest. They're trading away their players all the time. Mm -hmm. So it's... It just makes for almost an untenable situation. They they become the second class citizen in that area, whereas the Giants, you know, they've got everything. So mm -hmm. people are people are probably flipping over. And again, you look at all the championships they won in, uh, at the beginning of of the 2010s, and so you know the this generation of A's fans don't don't exist like they did previously because yeah. now they're probably Giants fans. Uh, yeah. The situation in Tampa Bay, Manfred does say, I see Tampa differently. Continues by saying, I've got a lot of faith in Ray's owner, Stu Sternberg. I think they will find a place to get a ballpark built, and I think baseball can thrive in Tampa. That's the only that's the only thing I take umbrage with. Thrive? Baseball in Florida just can't thrive necessarily. That's another <laughs> location where there's too many other things to do. Mm -hmm. People aren't necessarily going to games. Marlins have a really, you know, a beautiful stadium. I, yeah. I haven't been there, but from all I've seen, beautiful, but it's it's Miami. Yeah. It is, it's a lovely stadium. It's very echoey, I will say. The acoustics are not on point. Yeah. But regardless. Um, also interesting, um, uh, baseball can thrive in Tampa. That stadium's not in Tampa. It's in St. Pete. That's right. So, I mean, is that is that a part of the plan to like actually just have a stadium in Tampa rather than St. Pete? Well, I think, and I don't know if it's Tampa proper or if it's... It's it's one of those weird things where it's half is and half is like where I lived in Boulder, mm -hmm. it's like we paid half Boulder tax and then half half we didn't pay what Boulder paid mm -hmm. in gun barrel if anyone knows that area. So <laughs> it's it's like it have it is but it also isn't. Mm -hmm. um, so Ebor City is the place. Y B O R City is kind of that location where I think they've scouted and uh, they maybe even have some land and it sounds like that city is is really willing to work with the team so that could end up being the the possible destination mm -hmm. but yeah you're right that's that's another one of those misnomers like the New York Giants and Jets they don't play in New York they they, they play in New Jersey so yeah. they're, the, they're the Tampa Bay right they're not the Tampa Rays yeah. if they were you have a problem but the Tampa Bay it's like saying the Bay Area but Bay I think Area Athletics I do know that like an issue with people in Tampa is that you know, it's hard to get to a game after work. Oh. It's hard to, it's so hard to get over to St. Pete after work. If it was just in Tampa where more people are at the end of a day, it'd be a little Because there's like one bridge, like going there's, in and out, right? Yeah, it's exactly. It's, it's, so it's just so much traffic. It takes forever. Um, so yeah, I, I think that would be a, I'm looking up Ebor City on a map right now. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I'm like, I need to know exactly where this is. It's probably right next door to Tampa, right? Or it is. Again, I think it's considered a neighborhood in Tampa. There you go. All right, yes. so it's kind of a similar situation yes. there. Yeah, yeah. That it's it's like how uh, Greenwood Village 
or something like that mm-hmm. is like, well, it's Denver, but it's also its own thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Someone, someone definitely will correct me in, in the comments. I'm also curious with all of, uh, and there hasn't been a ton of expansion talk lately, but we know expansion is coming. There's probably going to be two more teams here at some point to help balance things out so that we've got 16 teams in each league, mm-hmm. uh, four teams in, in four divisions. Like it, it seems natural. It's, it's on its way. Mm-hmm. I'm curious how much that may factor into this Oakland situation. And we can't expand until those situations get settled. Yeah. Cause, cause that's the thing is, um, Manfred needs to kind of be whispering in Nashville's ear, potentially Vancouver, uh, Las Vegas, San Antonio, Charlotte. I don't think New York would get a third team Montreal, but all of those cities kind of saying, Hey, we might need your help. We might need you to take athletics off our hands, Montreal. Mm Mm-hmm. And then once that gets settled and everybody's got their ballpark and are situated, mm-hmm. now we'll go out and start asking teams saying, hey, there's two expansion slots. That's it. There's there's no wiggle room. And, well, we might be able to steal this team from that city. You've got to get Tampa and Oakland situated. Then you can go and expand. So I'd be interested to know if if some of those cities that have been mm-hmm. in the conversation, Portland, another one, yeah. if if they're almost like, ah, we, we want to like sit back and wait. We're not going to go in and poach the athletics. We want something fresh. We want something that maybe doesn't have any baggage. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It could be something. Uh, Listen, you got to clean up your house about. before you have people over. Absolutely. And speaking of cleaning up your house, no, I don't. I don't have a say. Oh, <laughs> like, do we, we have a new sponsor? <laughs> no, no, no. Look, but you don't want to get messy playing around in the bunker and or in the rough. You want to be on the greens and you want to be looking good. That's where Pins and Aces there is going to go. help you out. It's the official <laughs> golf apparel partner of dnvr another colorado company keeping it right here the business based in colorado they make wonderful hats golf bags polos they even have a cool beer sleeve or a seltzer sleeve they've got different sizes for whatever it is that you're drinking throw it in your golf bag hide it in there keeps your drinks cold the entire round it's fantastic check out pinsandaces.com and use code dnvr to receive 15 percent off your first order and get free shipping with pins and aces Com. Before you start out your day on the greens, make sure your day starts with some greens, athletic greens. Love athletic greens. That's it. Hit it. Athleticgreens.com slash ROC. Those are the first three letters of Rockies. It tells them specifically Patrick and Susie sent you to get your gut health in a positive way, all with just one scoop each and every morning. With that one scoop, you get 75 high-quality vitamins, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, minerals, adaptogens. It gets you starting your day off the right way. You might not even realize you're not starting your day off the right way. I remember when I unlocked that code when I first uh, became a teacher and I was having like a bagel or a donut to start my day and I felt sluggish for the next three hours. Oh, and I go, you can't start your day with that. Well, I know. And I look. Asking for a sugar crash. That was why you were so concerned about me eating those apple fritters from Wawa. I was. <laughs> I, it's more of a snack. It's a treat once in a while. It's like a breakfast dessert. You got to eat the protein first though. It you got to get all the vitamins first. Continue what you were saying. Yeah. No, but it, but it's true. It, it, but it goes back to that idea that sometimes you might not even realize what you're missing until you get that thing. And so you tap into Athletic Greens on Athletic Greens dot com slash ROC where you can get a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs. You tap into that and you go, I'm starting to feel better. I didn't realize that's what I was missing. I didn't realize I maybe wasn't starting my day off the right way. Maybe you're on a bender the night before, or maybe you had a big meal. I know sometimes that can upset my stomach Mm -hmm. the next day. This will help reset things in a major way. Again, we do it. And so 
that's that's our fair and true testimonial about athletic greens. I mean, we I do it. it, and I have the best energy out of anyone who's ever lived, so. Facts. <laughs> facts. These are facts. All right, we got some new managers and there's so many, I, I feel like I'm going to miss some. I know last Friday, mm-hmm. really good interview with Herb Lawrence of CHGO White Sox talking about Pedro Grafol. And he talked about the thing that I was concerned with. He was, uh, he was a coach with the Royals who bypassed him mm-hmm. to hire Matt Quattraro from Tampa Bay. And you go, well, that's indicative of what Pedro Grafol is. And that, that's not the case at all. Yeah. Royals, I guess, just kind of wanted to go in a different direction. And you know, they might kick themselves that, hey, they had a guy in-house, but they've got new ownership. Uh, they got a new GM. So I think they just wanted something brand new. And that was so, yeah. that was more of a slight on the organization than it was on the man. I think, yeah. I mean, sometimes, yeah, you do just want a totally fresh start. Yeah. And, you know, collateral damage there. Yeah, I think Griffo's a really good fit mm-hmm. in Chicago. Much better than Tony La Russa. Uh, Quitraro, Kansas oh, City, another one of those guys. Tony. <laughs> uh, he's been a bench coach with Tampa for the last five years. So again, you always want to steal from the best. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're going inside of the, the Rays organization. You're going to be in good hands. Skip Schumacher, coached the Padres this past season. He is uh, going to lead the charge in Miami, taking over for Don Mattingly. Bruce Bochy, coming out of retirement. I was really surprised when the Rangers made that announcement Mm-hmm. A couple weeks ago, 67 years old. I mean, if, if he wants to come back and do it, I wonder, I'm sort of wondering if Dusty Baker like inspired him to you come back, what? right? That's got to be part of it for sure. Because yeah, Dusty Baker, approximately 1 million years old. No, he's like 73. But I mean, you know, if Dusty Baker still got that energy and he can do it, I could definitely see him inspiring other older gentlemen to be like, I still got it. Yeah. Let's do this. It'll be a better situation than Larusa, who a literal Hall of Fame manager. Like, yeah. he's already been in the Hall of Fame. Um, you can come out of retirement. I mean, baseball players can too. To my knowledge, uh, that has never happened. Not even to my knowledge. Come on, we know it's not. That's yeah. never happened. But it's also, uh, you've been in the Hall of Fame. You know, you go in at, let's say, 44 years old. You're, you're going to come back, like, for what? Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it doesn't work. Whereas if you're a manager or a coach, that very well could happen. And so, Bochy's already a Hall of Fame manager. He's got his rings. It's just for... You know, simple love of the game. So he got a, he's got himself a three-year deal, hasn't managed since 2019, 25 years of managerial experience with uh, both the Giants and the Padres. He replaces uh, Chris Woodward and Tony Beasley, who was the interim manager. Now, he said in an interview, you're going to like this, Susie. Okay. He said, quote, I got a grandson, and he's fired up. Braxton is his name. He's four and a half now, and so he's playing t-ball. And I found this out last year when I was trying to coach t-ball, that managing in the big leagues is easier. So, quote, I blame this on Braxton. You drove me to this, end quote. He said it in a joking matter. That is hilarious. But he's like, I can't coach my four and a half year old grandson. I'm going back to the big leaguers. That is great. Oh that my great. gosh. Wait, I'm like, I did not see this quote, so I'm like <laughs> still processing this. Absolutely incredible. Thank you, Braxton, for... Giving us this great storyline. Braxton Bochy, assuming that it, it's it's Bochy, future future draftee, maybe maybe even a baseball player. He might make the big league. That's <laughs> a good maybe, name. Maybe he's uncoachable. We don't know. That's it. That's the problem. <laughs> great tools, great skills, just not coachable. Doesn't listen, still sucks his thumb. No, uh, we we cannot take him here in the the fourth round. Oh uh, my god. So that will, that's that's another one of those big additions. You know, I think we talked about in the off season. Padres, what was the biggest move that they made in the offseason? Getting someone like Bob Melvin 
in there to helm the team very much ended up working out for them in that way. Mm-hmm. I think that could be the way with uh, with Texas, Marcus Simeon at second base, Seager at shortstop, John Gray, now Jake Odorizzi, possibly Jacob deGrom. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he comes over in free agency, Clayton Kershaw has been attached to the Rangers as well. Texas so, guy. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So we'll kind of wait and see. Rangers could uh, – could shake things up a little bit in the AL West. But you know what? We I feel like we were all talking about this like last year too. Like, yeah. oh, look at what they did. They're going to be a force. And they weren't. Well, a lot of times I feel like teams that are, have struggled and tanking or otherwise, but teams who have struggled, there's a wave of prospects coming through, kind of similar to the Rockies. And the best way to go about free agency isn't to just wait for all of those young guys to get there and then all of a sudden start bringing in free agents you almost want to get there a little bit early. And, you know, it'll, that'll help those young guys kind of develop when they get to the majors. They'll be leaders already, and so that'll kind of ease the transition. So you almost start making those bigger moves a year or two early. So, yeah, you're right. Rangers did not reap those benefits <laughs> last year. They were still awful. But now those guys are together again. They know what they need to work on. They've got a little more cohesion They've got the manager in place now, so it will be uh, interesting to see. I don't think they're going to uh, knock the Astros off the top of the AL West, uh, but uh, maybe they could disrupt some things a little bit for Houston and for Seattle. Yeah, Yeah. I I think they probably are going to finish ahead of the Angels because the Angels are hapless a little bit. A little bit. That's the word, right? A little bit, to say the least. John Schneider had his interim tag removed, so he uh, has a three-year deal with the Blue Jays now. He, of course, led the Blue Jays uh, to a wild-card berth. As their interim skipper, Phil Nevin, was extended at the end of the season, took mm-hmm. over for Joe Madden. Uh, but his extension is only for one year, so kind of a little lame duck situation. A little trial situation. Yeah. Um, similar to Dusty Baker, who uh, now has himself a one-year deal. Mm-hmm. Again, how much of that has to do with Dusty Baker's comfort of, of just wanting one year mm-hmm. um, and, and knowing that maybe they're about to change some things in that organization. James Click only has... Uh, was 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 offered one year uh, to to still control some things as the general manager for the Astros. So I think they're looking to make some moves. And you know, Rockies have the same situation. You know, Bud Black. Uh, this was going to be his final year here in 2022. Uh, ends up signing a one-year extension for this season. Mm-hmm. Is that because the Rockies only want him want him around for one year? No. Um, I think it could be Bud Black on. I kind of need to see how things transition in the next year and a half two years because he mm-hmm. signed it early on in the season and and also too again the clubhouse may need uh, an adjustment just a little bit yeah that sometimes you hate to say it because we love buddy but absolutely and, and again he's got those back-to-back postseason appearances the starting rotation you know had, had never reached these highs before mm-hmm. uh, until he came in there a, a guy who is a pitcher i mean again you look at the the history of of managers who've ever won a thousand games in their career and it is not littered with you know former pitchers yeah exactly. mostly catchers right or or position players or, or guys mm-hmm. who never even made it to the majors so um he's really special in that so oh. we'll kind of wait and see if we are in that predicament this time next year if the rockies will be in search of a new manager or we'll have just introduced a new manager to kind of really help you know tovar will have a full season under his belt mm-hmm. same thing with toglia uh zach veen will have very much have made his debut already by that point. Yeah. A couple other guys, hopefully Sean Bouchard is now, you know, running things here with his first full season in the major leagues, mm-hmm. a healthy Chris Bryant. So the 
again, the, the overall makeup of the team, as, as we discussed at the top of the show, it's really starting to, to change for this, this team mm-hmm. and, and, and really starting to put a somewhat of a highlight on, if not 2024, 2025. Rockies will be back in the postseason. Feels like a, oh, feels like a million years from now, but that also seems so soon. Kale's like snapping <laughs> over there, pumping his fists. That's it. Let's go. We're gonna party like it's 2025 for sure. <laughs> and if not, then at least once in the next six years. I know that doesn't make you feel great out there, but for anyone that goes, no, there's no way they're almost ever going back to the postseason. I can't predict beyond six years, right? Because we're talking about guys they haven't even drafted yet. Yeah. They will make the postseason at least once in the next six years. I, I That might be a stretch. Knock on wood. Yeah. Boom. Right on top of my head. Uh, Terry Francona also uh, is going to be back with Cleveland. He stepped away for parts of 2020 and 2021 with some health things, but uh, he's going to be back. So All right. that's great. Tito's, Tito's great. He's good people. Uh, finally wrapping up, Jeremy Pena is, uh, after becoming the World Series MVP, apparently he's getting like diamond-studded grills or something like that. That's a bad investment, right? Um, did I see that all of the Astros were getting grills? Oh, maybe. As Could like a think? gift? That, okay. I, I actually, th- I think, <laughs> unless I dreamed this. <laughs> that's very, that's very 2012. Like, I... But that's what grills? makes it. What's what's a worse investment, grills or like a sports car? Um, it's probably. What I, is resale value of grills? I think grills might have a better resale value because really? you can kind of melt them down. You can sell them for for gold. You know. Fair point. That's I don't, fair. I don't really know. I don't really know a lot about grills. It's yeah, been a while. You'd have to take the diamonds out. It's a whole thing. Maybe I think yeah, sports car probably might appreciate at a much uh lower rate in general the, we're gonna uh, do some more research on the grill situation and i'm gonna report back please yes <laughs> please do yeah the whole team yeah that'd have to be a giveaway i don't think the whole team is like right guys we should do this thing that was no, cool a decade no. ago i think be i might giveaway. Have, maybe i dreamed it <laughs> I maybe <laughs> yeah i've been taking melatonin lately so that's it that's it that explains <laughs> it uh this is very funny and kale you can get in on this too if you want Hard Rock Cincinnati, Cincinnati of Ohio, is opening a sports book in a couple weeks, January 1st, 2023. Do either of you have a guess? Okay, so don't guess then yet, Susie. I know. All right, we'll we'll give Kale a shot. Um, (laughs) Who do you think is going to be making the first bet? Oh. um, Cincinnati, Ohio? Mm -hmm. So this is definitively a thing now. So again, you think about it again. It's all part of branding or whatever of like, hey, the first bet is going to be you know, LeBron James or something. You're like, oh, okay, I get it. It's all part of marking, whatever. It's not LeBron. For Cincinnati, Cincinnati Ohio, Ohio, I would yes. bet Joe Burrow. Okay. That, that's a good guess. I like that. I like, I like that. that. He's kind of a star. I don't know what the rules are with that and, and the NFL. We know that Charlie Blackman has himself. Uh, he's the only, still the only player, I think, in MLB. It's so weird. To, uh, to be linked up yeah. with the sports book. Susie, take it away. It's P. Rose. <laughs> ah, come on. <laughs> It's P. Rose. It's so chaotic. It is chaotic. (laughs) It's so good. It's so good. That is great. If you didn't know that, I think you still would have gotten it. That's that he would have been my first guess for sure. But I was reading a lot of uh, Twitter replies about it earlier this morning, and just like 
Wow. What a chaotic presence that man is. Oh, yeah. No, no. It's, I, I don't even know what to say. Yeah, when the winter meetings were in Las Vegas in 2018, he set up at a, at a baseball card shop, memorabilia shop, doing autographs and stuff. And it's, yeah, he, it's just, it's part of his brand now. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's turning into it, you know, in baseball, you know, they've got their deals with DraftKings and whatnot. So it's, it's fine. It doesn't necessarily change the past, but it does make you look at it in a different light and yeah, be able to joke about it and have some good laughs. Yes. I, I do like that. Love a good laugh. Do love a good laugh. Uh, love a good uh, show tomorrow. Yeah, we're gonna we're a little earlier tomorrow. It's gonna be at three o'clock Mountain Time. Me and Kale will be here, and then I'm gonna start my little happy hour early. So like, that show will end around four. Nuggets are at five, right? Uh, nuggets pregame is at four thirty. Nuggets pregame is at four thirty. Okay, that's good. So we're gonna have a busy afternoon it's here be fun. at. Uh, the DNVR bar. You always have good guests. You always uh, approach things from uh, some some good angles. And Thank you. It's my favorite day of the week. Is it real? Because you well, get you get some time to yourself. I get some time to myself, <laughs> and I, again, I get to hear things from from that perspective. Which uh, like what's going on in love. that girl's brain over there? That's it. Yeah. Maybe we'll even get another kale rant. Who knows? I love a good kale rant. I told Kale that how much I loved his rant. It inspired it was really good. Rant. It inspired me. I was listening to it on a run, and I go, "This makes me think of something." And so I had to make a couple notes for a segment later on just because the passion that he had was good. Look, we got to get out of here. The mushrooms are starting to kick in for oh me. Oh, my God. Uh, at <laughs> DNVR underscore Rockies at Patrick D. Lyons on Twitter. And you can find me at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. And. Hey, uh, you know what they say about <laughs> momentum. What do they say, Patrick? You're going to lose a lot of it on shrooms. But also stick around tomorrow at 3 o'clock. <laughs> on the DMVR Sports Channel on YouTube.